Hello, Internet, and welcome. We are Dice Lore. I'm Lee. That's Haley. That's John. If you have come here tonight seeking our D&D 5th edition campaign, Baldur's Gate Eldritch Secrets, um, we're not doing that tonight. We'll be back next Monday, I believe. We should be. With that? That's planned. Yeah. Um, so please return and watch us then. But tonight, stick around because we are playing Trophy Dark for the first time. And um, all the details are uh, down in the little YouTube notes uh, for where you too can find Trophy Dark. Uh, it's a very cool little game, and we're going to see how it goes, because none of us have ever played this before. So we're going to be learning together. Trophy Dark involves a malicious forest called the Kaldur. And John and Haley will be playing trophy hunters, um, entering the Kaldur for reasons of their own. Tonight we will be having an incursion into a part of the forest called Witchwood. Uh, each adventure in Trophy Dark is called an incursion because Kaldur does not want our players there. So it's going to do everything it can to destroy them, and it will destroy them because a major tenet of this game is they are doomed. Yay. Yes. Um, now, the three principles for our players to remember in this game are embrace tragedy, don't hold back, and play to lose. I don't think that means play recklessly necessarily. I think that just means make some fun choices tonight. Right? Um, and one other very important thing for uh, you two to remember, I don't know if you read this in the uh, instructions at all, um, but there are two types of creatures in Kaldur. There are folk and there are monstrosities. Folk are humans, um, like fae, um, regular animals, things of that nature. Um, you can interact with them, you can bargain with them, talk to them, fight them, kill them. If you encounter a monstrosity and you attempt to fight the monstrosity, you die. Um, you should know when you come across a monstrosity. If you don't, just ask or I'll tell you. Um, but the last thing you want to do is to engage a monstrosity in combat because it is the end of you. Um, you will need to find other clever ways to get past or work with the monstrosities. As far as the rules of the game go, we will encounter them as we go. I'm not going to sit here and explain them all. Um, we're just going to get into it, and um, we'll figure it out together. So, in the Witchwood, when children escape to the woods seeking adventure or fleeing cruel parents, the part of Kaldur they frequently find themselves in is known as Witchwood. Unlike some of the darker parts of the forest, Witchwood shines like a polished emerald. The animals there seem just a bit more vibrant than similar animals found elsewhere, and a rainbow can often be seen through the leaves of the canopy. But beware, just because Witchwood seems like something out of a lullaby, the terrors that lurk there are every bit the nightmare as anywhere else in the Kaldur. Our treasure hunters enter the Witchwood in search of Dora, a young girl who ran away 
after telling her aunt and uncle stories about a green fortress she found in the forest. So Haley, what is your treasure hunter's name? My treasure hunter's name is Seraphin Moss. Her pronouns are she, her, and she, I'm going through the whole list, right? Do it, do it. All right. She's a champion, which means her skills uh, from that are commands, ferocity, and presence. Uh, she's a disinherited noble, giving her the appraisal skill as well. Her drive is to destroy the work of a Gino, the debauched painter. And her ritual is immolate, giving her the ability to engulf her entire body in flame, which I'm sure will be absolutely chaotic. I'm hoping for it, in fact. Immolate. So you begin the game with one ruin automatically. Choosing the immolate ritual gives you two ruin. Um, what was the name of the painter whose work you're trying to destroy? A Gino. A... J-I-N-O. Okay. Uh, maybe it's Achino. I'm not sure. However, however, Seraphin says it. Achino. I don't know if I could do that. <laughs> Achino. <laughs> maybe I could. I'm going to try it. I don't know if you've thought about this yet or not, but um, do so now. What does Seraphin look like? Can you describe her to us? Um, does she have to be human? Not necessarily. I want her to be like a squat, stout, um, oh, what are those half goat people? Like a satyr? Yeah. Should be a satyr? Mm-hmm. Okay. I want her to be a satyr that has like the horns and, um, and she's got little... It's of moss hanging from her. Hence her surname. Mm -hmm. John, what about your treasure hunter? Okay. Uh, he is named Nima. No surname. Uh, he is a guide, so that gives him the foragery, hunting, and paths skills. For, foragery or for, forage? Foraging. 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 And what were the other two? Hunting and paths. Path. Paths or paths? Paths. Okay. Sorry. Yeah, like pathfinding, I suppose. Got it. Um, and then his background is a wandering refugee, which gives him the disguise skill. Uh, his drive is to pay for his father's debts uh, to br Bright Teeth Asio. And then he has one ritual, which is Unravel which allows him to pull the threads of a ritual and recast it somewhere else. So that brings him up to two ruin to start off with. And uh, what does Nima look like? Uh, he is dressed in leathers, um, thin, not quite malnourished, but thin. Uh, Maybe a bit ragged. Uh, yeah, you know, he's pulling over a cloak. I guess kind of like, uh, looks a bit like Strider. 
Ah, okay. Are gone, so maybe something like that. Like a like a no name strider. <laughs> cool. Sure. So, um this is for both of you. Do Seraphin and Nima know one another? Have they gone on previous treasure hunts together, or is this the first time they've entered into the forest? I thought, I thought you said that treasure hunts always kill us. Uh, this one will. <laughs> um, I mean, assuming that we didn't die from our previous escapades. Uh, I feel like we just met each other. This is like a new thing. I don't know. I just don't... I don't feel... Based on what I've heard about Nima, I don't think that Seraphin and them would go in the same circles. Apart from your drive, which is what um, pushes both of you to be treasure hunters in the Kaldur, um, why have you taken up this quest? Why do you search for this girl named Dora? who's gone missing. Well, my drive kind of says it. I need money. I think that Seraphin sees a lost girl with parents that love her, and she wants to help her get back home. How noble. What do you feel about one another upon coming together at the edge of the Witchwood? What is your first impression of each other? How about you hired me as a guide? So I'm very much just in this for the paycheck. And I don't really consider you much more than just a patron, as I am just doing what I do. All right. Yeah, I think uh, Seraphin doesn't have much an opinion of Nima yet, but obviously thought that they were capable enough to guide her through the forest. Um, but not much of a relationship has been built yet. Well, this part of the forest, as we said, is very different from the rest of the Kaldur. The Kaldur is a very dark, forbidding place. You can, you can feel the animosity of the woods wherever you go. But here, things seem a little brighter. Things have at least the sheen of beauty to them. As you stand on the edge of the Witchwood, a, a, a bit of a path winds through the oaks and the striped maples here. Some sandy-colored stones lining it, not arranged um, necessarily in an artistic manner or a competent manner, just kind of scattered there, but it is a very deliberate path regardless. And um, bright, Clear sunlight filters down through the canopy. Birds of all colors, red, orange, yellow, green, blue, indigo, violet, flit about above you. Seraphim, you've spent your career 
seeking out the paintings of this Agino, this debauched painter, to destroy them. How does being confronted suddenly with such beauty in an unexpected place affect you? And t tell me something about something that catches your eye. I think Seraphin would feel She's always loved the forest and felt at home there. Um, and I think deep down seeing this beauty, she doesn't want to admit it, but she makes her want to produce her own art and try and recreate that this in some medium, some physical medium. Um, and I would say right now she's particularly inspired by the contrasting colors of the indigo and orange bird that she saw fluttering through the tree. Nima, as some, something of an experienced guide in the Caldor, um, are you put off at all by the difference of the Witchwood compared to what you're used to seeing? I think he's very cynical about it. Um, he doesn't. He doesn't take sort of the same uh, awe that Seraphina, right? Seraphin. Seraphin. Okay, that Seraphin does into it. So I think he sort of just more looks at it and is more wary and cautious because he's heard sort of tales of it, and maybe he's gone in for a few times before but it's never been a good experience well somewhere in the wood in front of you the girl Dora has gone mm. what do you do best get moving let's get moving we need to get that girl back to her home. Mm -hmm. We didn't, like, see her run off, right? You did not. Okay. I just wanted to make sure we weren't, like, trailing her. Perhaps you heard rumors of a girl that went missing and went in search of her aunt and uncle to, to find out, um, you know, maybe what she looked like or where she was when she left her. There were things of that nature, and you gathered the information you needed. You know she's in there somewhere, but you have not seen her. Well, we best get moving. Yeah. So as you move along this path, it sort of twists and turns through the trees Nothing seems foreboding necessarily or threatening up ahead, but you come around a bend and against a tree a little ways up the path, you see a shape at the bottom. And the closer you come, you realize that it's a person. There is a man 
lying with his back against the tree, his feet on the path. And the closer you get, the clearer it seems that he's not in a good way. Should we help that old man? Are you are you asking? I'm asking Nima. Is this a common occurrence in these woods to see folks down on their luck? Down on their luck is a different thing out here. Down on their luck is dangerous. The question is, do we help him? Probably no. The path does go past him. He's on the path, so you will have to pass him regardless. Does it look like he... Sorry. Does it look like he's breathing, or is he like still? Do you come close enough to get a good look? He's lying with his hand. What's that? I'll linger behind her. On his abdomen, and he's breathing very shallowly. And the closer you get, you can see that there is blood oozing out from under his hand. He sees you coming, and... (coughs) He coughs, and frothy blood comes out of his mouth, spilling down his chin. One of you does recognize him as a fellow treasure hunter and tracker. You can decide which of you recognizes him. (laughs) Help. What happened to you? Would you like me to kill you? I don't think I need the help. Listen. Do one thing for me. When when you get out of here, find my son. Tell him. Tell him that, that... expires. 
Oh, thank God. I really didn't want to have to find another child. Yeah, it's not worth it. Nobody liked him. No, he's a cheat and a liar. I'm going to. Can I look for any signs that of a struggle, of a scuffle, of like that he wasn't lying about the direction that the witch took the girl? Sure. I don't know how to do that. Um, said, oh. Go ahead. Uh, you said he was injured? Yes. There uh, was blood coming out from under his hand on his abdomen. Okay. Um, he was like spewing blood out of his mouth. Okay. I'm, I'm going to say like my character's got like a walking stick, right? That mm -hmm. he sort of uses. I'm going to like poke him and sort of see if I can get a better visual of what his wound looks like. Sure. So like kind of just like you know, move him about, move his arm away from it. Sure, it, the hand moves to reveal um, just a ragged tear in the flesh of his abdomen. His his garment is torn through, and there's just a gaping hole. Um, it looks almost as though it was torn by claws, perhaps, um, or some sort of a, an implement that had multiple blades. Um, okay. It's deep and just oozing dark blood. When you say dark blood, do you mean this in like an unnatural way or just... No, no, I just mean like... It's dark, yeah. 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 Okay. Uh, as far as other signs of a scuffle, Seraphim, you had asked, um, you do see some splotches of blood um, moving away from him a little further up the uh, like the sandy colored stones of the path okay I guess we should follow that blood trail <sighs> to continue up the path you said that the path split where he was at? No, or... it was kind of coming around the bend. Okay. It, okay, the, so it just the, keeps going. The path isn't a straight line. It sort of weaves in and out. But it doesn't branch. It does not branch at this point. Okay. No. So we can keep going? Sure, we can follow. Yeah, let's, let's keep going then. Sounds good. Oh, does, does the individual seem like he has anything of value on him like a coin purse rations if he did it must have been taken okay you don't see a satchel you don't even see a weapon okay just the clothes on his back mm -hmm. Oh, we best get moving. Yes, let's. So continuing along the path, the the woods seem to get a bit 
dimmer. Perhaps the, the canopy is merely thickening up above. Um, the trees around you appear a bit stouter, a bit harder, perhaps, as you go. But the path continues, not branching off. Every once in a while, you see um, some splashes of blood here and there. Someone has come this way, apparently bleeding. You climb a slight rise, and coming down the other side, off to the left of the path, you see a large boulder, a large slab of rock, taller than both of you. It doesn't necessarily seem out of place. A lot of times um, in forests and woods, there are large boulder deposits. But as you come past it, you see a glint. And you see that protruding from beneath this particular boulder on the other side, uh, a pair of legs clad in chain mail with armored boots. Their owner apparently crushed beneath this rock. I don't suppose you fancy wearing some boots on those hooves. It would take quite a while to melt down the steel well enough to fold, refold them and mold them to my feet. So. Do you need boots? No. Not those kind, anyways. They look quite loud. They're bad for traveling. Indeed. Probably would get a blister. They're bad for traveling. All right. Well, so I was going to see if he, if there was a sword visible or anything that might have initials on it. Oh, let me check the bottom of their boots. See if there's something on the bottom of their boot. 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 Something on the bottom of the boot? Yeah, you know how in Toy Story, Woody has oh. a name? Okay. I think this is going to apply seamlessly to okay. this situation. Yes. Tell us. Old knighthoods were known for writing their names on the bottom <laughs> of the dreams. Andy. It's Sir Andy. It's Sir Andy. It wasn't even Woody. There's a snake in my grieve. <laughs> 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 yeah. Yeah, I'm sure that's exactly what happened. Tell us, Seraph, and what do you find when you look at his boots? Um a a shape. An icon. What's it look like? The icon. Uh it looks like This backfired on you. 
<laughs> it looks like the current king's guard emblem. What does that mean to Seraphim? Does it hold any meaning to you? Do you do you have any feelings about that, or is it just an acknowledgement that that's what it is? Um, well, given that Achino, the debauched painter, sold his work to the king before he became debauched, she's not a fan of this individual because he works for the king that she hates, and yeah. You hate the king as well as the painter? How big of a bulger is this? Well, it's taller than you. Um, it's large enough that nothing from like mid-thigh up is visible for this person. It's completely covered. Does it seem feasible that like one could push it and roll it? Or is it just not... Is it too big, the wrong shape for that? It's very large. Um, if you want to try to push it and roll it, you certainly could do that. Here, let me help you with that. Sure. Um, do you want to use your ferocity to yeah, try she's and, gonna... and make a push? I'm going to bear down with all of her muscle. Okay. Verbally and physically into it. Well, then you're going to make a risk roll here. Oh. You're going to take one light die because you are skilled at ferocity. Um. One die by default? Hmm? Is it one light die by default or? If you have a skill. That if applies. you have a skill. Okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um. And typically you take a dark die if you're risking your body or your mind here. Um, I suppose there is the possibility that this boulder could roll back on you. It could if hurt. If this goes wrong. So roll one light die and one dark die. Mm. And I'm helping. Oh, you are going to help? Yeah. Okay. Um, in that case, a help roll is going to involve rolling a light die yourself. Okay, so I roll the light die. Yes. So Haley, go or uh, sorry, Seraphin, make your roll. Uh, my light die is a one, and my dark die is five. Okay, I rolled a six. Okay. So the light die is a six, so that is a success. And nothing bad happens because nothing bad happens. Straight if the success. black die is the highest dice, there's consequences. Yes. Okay. Cool. Uh, well, it have been if you didn't help. So what happens when you successfully push against this boulder? I think Seraphin goes in all cocky, misjudges the oomph that she put into it and then runs out of steam and uh, Nima is able to come in and help push that last bit. So the boulder rolls away. Yeah. And exposes the man underneath. 
And as the boulder comes off of the man that's been squished, it makes a really sickening sound. Yeah, yeah. And it crashes as it rolls down a slight hillside that you've just pushed it over until it runs into a stand of trees and it shakes the trees and green leaves filter down like rain. What's left of the person beneath the boulder is quite a mess. Uh, you you can't even tell for certain if this was a man or a woman. They've been reduced to paste, paste, pinkish, reddish, mm. with bone and organ. Um, oh, yeah, there was probably some in some like goo that stuck to the boulder and like tore away with it. Yes, that was part of the sound that it made. So oh, I love it. Is this something that you find disturbing? Does um, this bother you? Or is this par for the course of what you've seen in your lives? I think Seraphin's more used to seeing bodies that are fresh not decomposed um usually she this ain't decomposed this is a mess or at least decomposing a little bit um if you find this disturbing make a ruin roll roll one dark die if not then don't (sighs) i think I think Mima's seen stuff like this enough times. This is sort of just how things are out in the wilds and the woods. I think he's gonna start like poking at the mess and see if he can like spot like a coin purse. I think Seraphin was trying to hold it together and then as soon as Mima starts poking around in the the rotten flesh she loses all sense of control. Well, it's, you didn't say it's rotten, right? You just said it's a mess. It's just a, it's a, it's a, it's pudding. Rotting implies it's been decomposing. For right, a it hasn't been decomposing. It was just, it's, it's crushed to. to... Oh, okay. I thought it was like decomposing and like became pudding because of it. No, it's just the boulder liquefied the body. Right, because there's just so much pressure. Okay, gotcha. Impact. Cool. So I think she's fine then. Okay. Okay. It's the it's the smell that would get her. I mean, it probably smells. (laughs) Let's be honest. I mean, it probably smells like fecal release. There's there's probably a strong smell of blood. Yeah. Stomach acid. Yeah. Whatever fluids are in there. But it's not like. Have you ever smelled? Have you ever smelled like a deer that died like uh-huh. a few days before? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, like, the smell rotting. of like, death, like old death yeah. is a, way a different. Is pretty rancid. And yeah. It's going to smell like a corpse, but it is going to have a smell. Yeah, I think it's the, it's different, though, so I yeah. think she'd be fine. Okay. Nima, poking around in this mess, um, sort of submerged in the gelatin of this once body. Uh, is a small leather pouch 
Okay, I'm gonna try to fish it away with my stick. It's easily done. It contains three gold coins. Mm, that's a hot bath and a warm bed. At least. Mm. And then a bit of debt paid. It. Smell like you need it. Yeah, well, at least I don't walk around and shit with my bare feet. Are you familiar with what hooves are? They're like built-in shoes. They're... They're the part of your body. Yeah, but it's not, like, my feet. It literally is growing out of your feet. It's like a nail. Yeah, but it's like if your, if your toenails grew underneath. That's more protection than not. It's your foot. You're walking around and stuff. I'm not gonna tell you this again, bucko. <laughs> you it's not my foot. Okay, are we clear? It's still grosser than what you think I am. And we need to move. Right. Okay, let's go! We're going. Fucking pansy asshole. <laughs> Just muttering. <laughs> Finding your way back to the path and continuing along the the stones that you've been traveling along begin to be absorbed by woodland ground, mosses and leaves and grasses and the normal detritus of the woods, sticks, ferns. Um, the the lane path disappears, although you can still make out um, a course through the woods. There's still a fairly defined path to follow, but it's no longer covered with any stones. Mm -hmm. And tramping through it begins to make some noise. You hear the sound of someone else up ahead. You hear the clear sound of someone else tramping through. And are you going to do something upon hearing the sound? Are they ahead of us or coming? From it sounds like they're ahead of you. Okay. And they're moving away from us or towards us? Um, let's, uh, let's have you make a paths, make a roll with your paths skill to determine that. Um, there's really no danger here, so you're just going to roll one light die. Okay. You could probably say it's my hunting skill. Sure, one of your skills. I mean, not that it makes a difference, but... 
Uh, I got a three, which is... Um, that's a... Is that a medium success? That's like a... No, no, that's sorry. A, a three is a fail. So, yeah. um, since you're... You only rolled a light die, so your highest roll is a light die. Mm-hmm. You can add dark die to that and re-roll to try to get a better result if you wish. Yeah, you know what, sure, I will. I'm gonna roll two die now. Okay. I rolled a four this time. With your light die? And a one on my dark die. Okay. So it's a partial success. You believe the sound is coming from ahead of you, but you're starting to hear sounds from other directions as well. Um, It isn't necessarily that the beauty of the place has decreased, but it's become more like a a, a traditional forest. Like, it's not as um, clearly beautiful as it was, and the sounds that you hear around you could be creatures coming to investigate the noise you've begun to make. So perhaps the noise you heard ahead of you was one of those. What is it? It's too much in the woods. That doesn't help me. It's not trying to. Can you just explain what's happening, or do I have to beat it out of you? I told you what's happening. There's stuff out there. What kind of stuff? Is it a human? Is it a other non-human? Like a monster? Well, let me use my magical human normal ears and tell you. Oh, right. Why don't I use my big-ass bay ears? Look, I'm telling you what I heard. I don't have any other information. I think there's something ahead of us, but it sounds like there's stuff all around us as well. If we want to maybe catch up with what's ahead of us, I don't know what it's doing, or if we want to let it pass. But, um... Get more information first. We'll get down and see if we can get eyes on whatever the noisemaker is. So we're going to try to catch up with the source of the noise? In the path? Yeah. Okay. We'll keep moving forward. Are you attempting to go quietly? Yeah. Okay. It's not as easy as it would seem. But given that you have hooves and that Nima is an experienced tracker, uh, you end up making less noise than most folk would. And as the trees part in front of you as you go, you catch a glimpse of a woman seeming to almost limp through the woods ahead of you. She's wearing a 
gown that is sort of off-white in color, and as some sunlight coming through the canopy catches it, it seems to perhaps sparkle a bit. She's got long, curling blonde hair. And although you're being quieter than most, she stops and turns as though she's hurt you. And you can see that she's been limping because she's bent over slightly and there is the hilt of a blade protruding from her abdomen, staining the front of her gown with red blood. And this is an adult woman? Yes. Yeah. Dora was like a child, right? Dora was a girl, yes. Okay. So she just looks at us and doesn't really make any... Do you do anything when she turns to look at you? Just stare at her? You stop moving? Yeah. Lean on my stick and just sort of stare. She turns back in the direction she was headed and begins limping away from you. your show your choice um fuck <laughs> just get a letter dear thing I'm sure she's just embarrassed she is on the path and the path you are on continues in that same direction hmm. <sighs> all right we're gonna have to pass you anyway so What's your story? You say this to her? Mm-hmm. You call out after her and say this, or you, you move to catch up with her? Kind of move to catch up with her, but also, like, say this from probably ten feet away. She turns as you say this, and there's a look of almost disgust on her face. She says nothing, but she <laughs> spits at you and then <laughs> vanishes in a puff of red smoke. The smoke rolls out from the center point where she was and lingers in the air. I spit on the smoke. <laughs> Your spit carves a path through the lingering smoke in the air 
and lands on some ferns. And beside the ferns are a pair of shoes. What size are they? They look to each of you as though they could comfortably fit. Even you, Seraphin, on your hooves. They look to you as though you could get them to stay on your feet. Nima, you also think strangely those look like they could fit you. They are iridescent. And as you look at them as you sort of sway or breathe or move around or as uh, the wind moves the ferns around them um, the colors on them shift through all colors of the rainbow except you notice they never show green hmm hey blondie you forgot your shoes there's no response That's a sign. You need a bath? Do you need shoes as well, Nima? I don't need shoes. I have shoes. I've got shoes. Don't you don't, need... though. No, but... I think these would fit me. Just saying. Yeah. Give them a try. I don't really need them, though. You notice they appear to have uh, engravings all over them. Um, little designs of crowns, hearts, shields. Did it seem like they, they were left behind by this woman? They're in the space where she was when she vanished in a puff of red smoke. I wonder if that was the witch. Wicked witch of the forest. It's strange that they're not picking up on the green color of the forest. There's green everywhere. And they're iridescent. You said they're not lacked green by far they lack green they're iridescent with all the other colors i see it just makes them stand out well if you're gonna stand in something they might as well stand out i suppose was she wearing shoes when we saw her the first time i don't think you noticed she was moving through brush and ferns. Mm. I don't think you were able to see her feet from where you were. Gotcha. Uh, I'll pick up the shoes, but not put them on. They feel warm. 
to the touch. And when you lift them, they give a little pulse and almost feel as though they're pulling forward up the path. I think these shoes want me to keep going forward. Okay, well, we should just keep moving forward then. Or we're never going to find this girl you're looking for. I'm sure you're interested in seeing if she's alive too. Hmm. Hmm. What do you do with the shoes? I will throw them in my satchel. Not going to eat them? Nope, I'm not hungry for magical leathers at the moment. Thanks, though. Are you hungry? No. Hmm. As you decide what to do next, a sudden gust of wind rises up shaking the forest, moving the trees as though a storm is on its way. It becomes so intense that some of the smaller trees actually begin to snap and a rain of leaves just comes down about you. And we have entered the second ring of our incursion. With this wind blowing and leaves and branches starting to fall from the trees, it becomes very difficult to see where the path goes through the ferns and the brush. Oh, can I? Can I try to navigate? Of course. So, to die? Um, I'm going to say that since this wind is blowing so ferociously at this point, there are some branches and things falling. It could be a danger. So let's have you roll one die for your... This is for your path skill, right? A light die. And then a a dark die. And a dark die for the danger. Okay. I rolled a four on the dark die and a one on... My white die. Okay. So that is a success with consequences, and that ups my ruin level. It does because you rolled higher than your current ruin. Yeah. Um, and that is also going to give you a condition. condition. Yes. Um, now we could randomly choose a condition out of the book, or if you have a condition in mind, either of you, uh, we could impose that. So that was a four you rolled. Um, if you want to see what we come up with and see what you think about it, uh, just roll roll a d6 and we'll see what it says. Just one d6? Yeah. I rolled a three. Your companions are not real. How can you prove to them that they're not real? That seems so unattached to what just happened. Yeah. Well, that's the random condition. Yeah. 
Um, can I just say that I got injured from the... Sure. Because you said there was like... Um, Yeah, like, let's say that, like, um, one of the, the trees, like, snapped and something hit me and winded me and maybe, like, broke a rib. Oh, okay. So. It's uh, painful to move. I can still move, right? But it hurts. It's going to reduce your mobility for sure. Sure. I'll, I'll say I have a cracked rib. Seraph, and you see Nima get knocked down by a large limb that comes cascading down from the canopy. Oh, fuck woods. You want me to help, or...? Just, can I zoom in this? We move the sooner we finish. Then let's move. What are you sitting there for? Move. The wind Ow. seems to have blown through. It dies down. The result of it, though, is that the path seems to have been obliterated. There are, you can see where it was going, but beyond that, um, the ferns are twisted, they lay down, um, branches have fallen. It could have curved off in any direction from where you are. Very difficult to tell which way you're meant to go. Well, I did get a partial success, right? Yeah, you can continue on for a little ways but beyond that I mean it's very possible that the path curves off and it's hard to tell from here where that's going to be so we're just losing so with your success right you you continue along the path until you lose it okay uh Oh, we're at the end of the run. Meaning? Meaning we're off the path. We're going to be going into very uncharted territory. It's going to be easy to get lost. Uh, how did you let this happen? Would How did I let the path just disappear? What are you trying to... Do you think I have some magical control over the the ground we walk under? We can always go back, but I'm saying if we go forward, there's no more path left. There's then no let's direction. go back. You wanted to find a girl. I do want to find this girl. I think that it's absolutely imperative that we at least try and find her no one else is so yes so we need to figure out a direction now because we don't have a path to follow anymore can't you go off instinct or something 
What do you think that means? Sense of direction. I don't know where the girl is. You just said she's out here in the woods. <sighs> Seraphin, you feel like a pulse from within your satchel. The shoes. I'll look in my satchel. I feel that. Shoes. The shoes are there. Are they pulsing? Not at the moment. She's going to look around. Don't give me shit for this. And she's going to put on the shoes. Or try to. You should clean your feet off first. As you place your hoof into the shoe, it wraps around your foot and conforms to the point where it fits you quite comfortably. What once looked like just normal human shoes now look as though they were made to fit your hoofs. And you need to mark one ruin. Dun, dun, dun. And you get to choose a new ritual. On top of what I already had? Well, I'm going to give you three choices. Okay. And you can choose one. One is door, which means you can draw a door on a solid barrier to create a portal through it. One is guide which means you can conjure a thread to follow. And one is maze, which means the surrounding environment warps into a labyrinth with you at the center. I'm going to choose guide, because I don't know where we're going at this point. (laughs) So with guide, you are able to conjure a thread to follow. And as the shoes wrap around your hooves, you have an awareness that they're going to allow you to conjure this ability. Okay. It might be the shoes. I'm not really sure. But I think we need to listen to the shoes. And the shoes will tell us where to go. I'm going to try and use the ruin. Create a thread. You're going to use your ritual? You guide your ritual? I guide ritual and see if I can attach it to wherever Dora is. Okay. So. Gotta be the shoes. Shoes. Oh my god. This is... Is this a risk roll or a ruin roll? You're using your ritual to affect something that happens. So this is going to be a risk roll. What's that? I drew Seraphim. Oh, nice. You can't really see it. I'll send a picture. Okay. Very important. 
So this is not something you're skilled at. Mm -hmm. So you're not using a light die here. Um, oh, there it is. Take one dark die if you're performing a ritual. So you're going to roll a dark die. Okay, just a dark die. Yes. I'm going to go metal. It's a straight success, but it is higher than your current ruin, so you're going to mark another ruin. You're up to four ruins. Oh, shit. And she gets a condition, or or I got uh, a condition because I had a mixed success? No, anytime um, you gain a ruin, you get a condition. Yeah, okay. So should she have not also gotten a condition for putting the boots on? No. Okay. That was specifically, you get a you get a ruin. Anytime you roll and gain a ruin, you get a condition. Okay, okay. That's how it is. Uh, do you have any ideas for your condition? Either of you? Or do you want to randomly see what it comes up with? Hmm. We're casting the spell. Hmm. She compulsively whistles. Roll a, roll a d6. These look interesting. Okay. Dark or light, does it matter? No, it doesn't matter. I'm going to go for teal. Five. Five. Upon casting this ritual, you see a thin red thread move out away from you, unraveling off into the distance through the trees of the forest. And as it does, almost sparkling around you, you see tiny blue-clothed children following you, but only in your peripheral vision. Nima does not see them. She's going to try and, like, turn really fast to see if you can get a good look at them. Every time you do, there's nothing there, but you see them at the corners of your vision. Hmm. Weird. Well, let's follow. Does uh, Nima see the thread? That's up to Nima. Do you two think that you can both see it, or do you think that only you see it? I think only she sees it. That makes sense. She's wearing the shoes. Do you all tell right, Nima about the children at all? No. Hell no. I'm going to pretend like I don't notice. You but don't you, see the children, though, right? You saw her kind of doing that, right? I'm going to pretend like I didn't see her do that. But I saw her do that. Okay. So, 
I think I know where to go. We're Perfect. gonna go this way. Lead the way. Okay, and I'm going to follow the thread, the red thread that's been laid out before me, and... Weird question. When I've created this thread, as I go, does the thread remain behind me? Or what does do it think? disappear as I, like, go towards it? You tell me what it does. Is it, like, attached like... to you? Yeah, I feel like... <laughs> She would be able to re-spool it, or it would, like, auto-re-spool. I'm imagining, ooh, this would be cool, if she can kind of float a spool, and as she walks, it just kind of re-spools itself. That's cool. Until it meets the end, and then vanishes. Um, that's fine. That's what I'm thinking. So, yeah, it'll. she just walks with this spool that's constantly getting she's just but to Nima it just looks like she's holding her hand kind of weird <laughs> like she's fondling some mystical balls or something <laughs> being all David Bowie Labyrinth <laughs> there's something so fun about doing that <laughs> Every time I cast Eldritch Blast and I, like, mime it, I'm, like, doing that. At least I don't do, like, Naruto shit. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> so following, following the thread, it begins... Oh, what? Sorry. I have to unpack that. Why did you go oof? <laughs> Just, you're making fun of weebs, but, like, we're playing role-playing games. You've got to a brick in a glass house. Yeah, I know, I know. I know, it's funny. Uh, okay, sorry. Uh, continually. The thread is leading you through trees this way and that. It's very apparent that having lost the path, um, it's good that you have this thread now because these are it's going in directions that you never would have uh, followed on your own if you hadn't seen where the path goes. Um, but the trees are growing less and less appealing. Eventually, you find yourself among stands of scraggly old pines with uh, the limbs sort of reaching out and down, um, you know, with, without needles on them, just sort of... Um, scraggly, reaching, ugly limbs. And as you follow the thread through them, um, Nima, perhaps you, you feel a limb sort of get snagged in your clothing. And, and Seraphin, one kind of catches in your hair. And before you realize it, these trees are actually grasping at you. And it's more than just branches being caught on you. The trees have begun to physically reach for you. The ones that can reach you are beginning to scratch at your flesh. The trees don't seem to be able to get up and move at all. They don't seem to even be able to lean at you. But the branches that can reach you 
are scraping and scratching and trying to grab you and pull at you. I'm going to try to whack some away with my stick. That's like dumb for me. Um, is it like getting denser with these? It is. Trees? It is. And you can whack some of the branches away with your stick, yeah. but there are just too many at this point. What are we doing? This isn't... This isn't gonna go well for us if we keep going this way. So, <laughs> wait, okay, I just want to make sure I understand the rules correctly. If she uses a ritual, she could get a ruin. Could, yes. But she also could not? Yeah, if you succeed with a light die, if you use a ritual um, to assist you at something that you're skilled at, perhaps? If your high rolls on a light die, you don't get a ruin. She's going to engulf her body in flame, and it's due to her ferocity and presence that it... You only get one skill die. It's due to her ferocity and and fire heart. You get a ruin. You, You get a point of ruin if you roll your ruin level. So if you roll, if your black die is lower than your ruin level, then you won't get a point for it. Right. If you if your if your dark die is the same as or higher than your current ruin, then you get another ruin. So now I want. Uh, so you're going to roll a dark lower? die because it's a ritual. Uh huh. You're going to roll a light die because it involves your ferocity. And. Unbeknownst to Nima, the forest is going to offer you a devil's bargain. If you accept the devil's bargain, you get another light die. Because the forest doesn't want to burn? Now, the devil's bargain... I need to know what it is. If you will... Um, I don't don't have the instructions here. Um, So the devil's bargain, if if you... Accept the devil's bargain and succeed. It involves some form of betrayal. If you succeed, your betrayal goes unnoticed. If you accept the devil's bargain but fail, you can still choose... What's that, John? There are several things a devil's bargain could be. It's not just betrayal. Right. But basically, it's a narrative consequence. It's, right. it's something of a cost, right? So some of the examples it says is causing collateral damage or unintended harm, getting lost or separated from your companions, sacrificing an item or piece of treasure, betraying a fellow treasure hunter, or attracting unwanted attention. But, like, anybody can suggest a devil's bargain as well. That is true. And we can can discuss the bargain that's offered and make changes to it until it seems satisfactory. So I was going to say the forest is going to offer you the devil's bargain of um, when you immolate yourself, um, you will also set fire to Nima. I have a different devil's bargain. When you immolate, you can't turn it off. Ooh. Can I reject your bargain? 
Yes. You 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 can you don't have to take a bargain, but if you do, you get an extra light die. You get an extra light die. I will accept the devil's bargain from the forest. Asshole. <laughs> 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 Um, 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 I will look around, though. I want to make sure there's water nearby <laughs> or something. That's not how this works. <laughs> so, the devil's bargain, if you accept it, occurs regardless of the outcome of the roll. You make the deal, pay the price, and get the bonus die. So, um, if you succeed, Nima will not know that you made this bargain. It will probably appear as though he catches fire unintentionally. Uh, if you fail at this roll, Nima still catches fire. Um, unintentionally? Or does it become uh, apparent that it was intentional? Yeah, let me see. Bargain occurs regardless of the outcome. You make the deal, pay the price, and get to die. I think that's up to us to sort of decide. We can say that if if you fail, it becomes obvious that you did it to me intentionally. But if you succeed, it's not obvious. So, if you accept that devil's bargain, uh, you get to roll with two light die and one dark die. Okay. And just so I understand correctly, um, if I were to have accepted Nima's Devil's Bargain... Same thing. Would... Oh. Okay. Oh, well then why would I... Why would I want to immolate forever when I could just burn Nima? You know? <laughs> <laughs> it's not forever. I said you can't turn it off. But if I turn it on now, then how could I turn it off? Just get out of the woods? I don't know. Jump in water? It's hmm. not the worst thing to be permanently on fire. Can we say that it doesn't hurt me? Like, I've done it before? Like, this is my ritual, right? Well, yeah, it's I up to you if Immolate hurts you or not. I mean, I every, think... every time Wolverine puts his claws out it hurts him but it's his power it's up to you though it's, you, you can choose whichever bargain you want to take your narrative choice you don't have to take either yeah but I, I already have four ruin so <laughs> I mean I guess it's, we're halfway through the session <laughs> um, hey, what were the three principles to this again Lee <laughs> um, what were they? Choose tragedy, embrace tragedy. Um, don't hold back and play to lose. I think she will take Nima's bargain. Uh, oh, on the with the added. Um, 
the added bit that she can put it out if she gets in water. Uh, yeah. John didn't say it can't be extinguished. He just said you can't turn it off. Just manually. It has to be, or it has to be manually put out. It can't be automatically put out, I guess. You can't flame off. Call me flame on. Um, okay. Is that agreeable? I think that's agreeable. I think I accept these terms. Okay. Can I share two, my dice? Two light die and one dark die. Okay. Daddy needs a new pair of shoes! I've got a five light, a one light, and a five dark. Oh, a tie goes to the dark. It does. Oh no. And that is higher than your current ruin. It is. So add a ruin. <laughs> <laughs> How many does Nima have? I'm at three, three right now. Okay, I'm at five. Now. Can I get rid of ruin? You, yes, you have unlocked the ability to reduce your ruin okay. when you hit five. So you immolate. What does that look like? How does that happen? Ah. I think she would. Uh, the way I've kind of drawn her, she has she's like grasping at her necklace. So I think she grabs at her necklace and then kind of does like a swooping motion over her body. And as her hand goes down, everything that it passes is covered in flame. And soon enough, she reaches her toes, or her hooves, I guess, and, uh... Shoes. And shoes. Oh, no! How are her I hope her shoes are okay. <laughs> Does it burn your clothing? Yes. She's naked. <laughs> <laughs> so the five was succeed with consequences. So you succeed in burning the trees that are reaching you. Five is just... Yeah, five is succeed with consequences. Six is pure succeed. What... What goes wrong? She's naked. <laughs> not that naked... But that happens every time, right? Yeah, but it's not ideal. But it's, it's not... Cold. So, it's not a consequence to your partial success here, though. It's just what happens. She burns the shoes no i think she loses control of the flames and burns too bright on her head and burns her hair off thought you were gonna say it catches nemo on fire <laughs> that would have been Ooh, really yeah. funny oh my god damn it <laughs> no i'm just impressed um I think, well, hair burning off isn't really that convenient, or uh, not convenient. Uh, uh, devastating. Uh, devastating. That's a, it's a pretty what cosmetic about, thing. What about what if the consequence in this case, since the devil's bargain meant you cannot turn the flame off, it begins to burn you. You begin to feel pain from it. Will that increase ruins never happened or to you before? No. 
I was gonna say that maybe the smoke she inhales too much smoke and then she uh, it singes the inside of her nostrils and she loses the ability to smell yeah keep in mind you are also getting conditioned from this because that's mm -hmm. how the black dye work so yep is this my condition or no you get you're going to get an additional condition How about she burns one of her um, antlers off? It just falls off. She's lopsided now. It's embarrassing. Okay. I mean, I don't. That's fine with me. I don't know. It's, it's your narration. I don't. I don't know how pain and damage works in this game, so I'm hesitant. I guess to go that direction. It's a, it's, it's largely just narrative, really. Like, it would just affect your roleplay. But that's fine. If that's something that would be devastating to her, is she vain? Not really. Maybe it just... Okay, I'll go with it. I think it feels like a sunburn all over, or like a fresh tattoo. You know, it's it's like uncomfortable, but it's not like, oh my god, I have a third degree burn that's blistering and needs medical attention. Right? Sunburn. I have a cracked rib. I'm on fire. But on the good side, the flames begin to curl the branches and they begin to crackle and the trees pull back, not wanting to sacrifice themselves just to tear you apart. So your immolation did have the desired effect. As and you're you both... Stands like this. And they pull back further as you pass between them. Did you did you commit to burning all your clothes? Yes. She's naked. She's having a mother of dragons Khaleesi moment. You are able to pass through these grasping trees then, but you find, much to your dismay, you are not able to dismiss the flames as you usually are. Alright, and and it begins to hurt. Ooh. Ah. Why isn't this working? Ooh. What the blazes are you doing? What? I see what you did there. I, this hurts, okay? I can usually turn it off. I, believe it or not, I would expect that would to hurt. That, that is that is sort of what my natural conclusion would be if seeing someone on fire how are you not dying I don't know but I am uncomfortable and she's going to start looking for really water sources <laughs> anything to extinguish herself would Nima like to help her see if she can find some water Help me find water. Please. Uh, Wait, was I going to reduce my ruin? Um, you'll get a chance to do that. Okay. Please. I'll reduce your pay if you don't help me. Sure, I'll use my foraging skill and see if I can find, like, some... a stream with adequate amount of water. 
Okay. So, um, so I have one black, one dark die, and one light die. Um, You're using. Why do you have the black die? Don't I always roll black die, or is it, or is this not? There's no risk. There's no risk. Okay. Do you wanna? Do you wanna help me finding a die? I will. I would love to help. So okay. you just roll an, an additional light die. Okay, so just two. Blue. Well, or yeah, Haley rolls one and you roll one. Oh, okay. She one. one. Four. A four is a success with consequences, so a partial success. Can I say I find a stream, but it's not really deep enough? Yes, you also have the option of adding a dark die and re-roll. No, I'm fine with that. Okay. <laughs> so you find some moving water. She's going to try and dive into it. Does she have to submerge herself? This is this is like your feet only. This is this is just this is like a little little runaway stream. This isn't a little creek. I think she could, as long as she can, like, roll around in it at all. If you can get the water all over yourself, you can extinguish the flames. Yeah. Okay. Is that fair? I mean, maybe it'll take a little longer than if she were to just, like, jump into a huge water body, but, like, I think, yeah, maybe it takes a, long, a bit longer, and it's, it's, uh smolders longer so there's more smoke mm -hmm. trying to drive up the the negative side of it so that it doesn't seem all good <laughs> um yeah i think you're gonna be all muddy yeah she's gonna be all muddy but she's naked um, except for the, sh the shoes are still there they appear unharmed fabulous I love that for her. That's can so I, good. Can I, can I add a little suggestion? Mm -hmm. I'm going to say, can you say that like your horn doesn't go out? It's still like a lit. I love that. That's so cute. <laughs> I have to draw her again, but with a fiery horn. Like you keep I'm going <laughs> and it keeps relighting. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like a little candle. Oh, that's cute. Uh, I kind of like that. Yeah, I think she's got a permanent little wick, basically, on her antler. Um, also, Seraphin, roll me a d6. Darker light. Darker light. Oh, it doesn't matter. This okay. is to give us a random condition metal that's a two a two says directions are meaningless you can no longer tell left from right up from down good thing i have thread i'm going straight can you think of a better condition can i roll again yeah three you bleed straw or oil when cut. Oil, 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 <laughs> oil, oil. You're oil. on fire. <laughs> I guess. 
you're not current. You're not currently cut, by the way. How would you bleed straw? It's magic. Like Every... whole chunks of straw are just like. Mm-hmm. Every incursion has a theme, and it's like actually part of the title of the incursion. Like it's based on something, mm-hmm. and the theme of this. Can you guess what it is based on clues? Fire. That's just you. Think Straw's like pop, pop culture, something in pop culture. Oh, it's the Wizard of Oz. Yeah. Yeah. I was like the shoes. Dead yeah, someone got crushed by a boulder. Or it was a yeah. that we took her shoes. Right. Straw and oil. The tin and straw the man. The tin man, yeah. It wasn't, it was just, what was he called? Scarecrow? Right. Yeah. Okay. That means there's going to be a lion. So is that is that what you, do you want to bleed oil if you're cut? No, I like that can i roll again or you no, can make like you're on fire you can come up with i your know own condition. but That's like fun. i'm not on fire currently but you could be on fire and you can that'll make oil. it really hard to put out yeah <laughs> exactly <laughs> <laughs> that's the point no i don't think i like it i already i don't like it i'm rolling again that's six. Six? Mm-hmm. You are convinced all of this is a dream. Mistake everyone for someone else back home. <laughs> that one's really obvious. You were there, and you were there, and you were there? Hell. <laughs> <laughs> How would you or you know what if if you like we can we can uh, fold the condition in to to what happened as a result of the devil's bargain and just say that your horn is continuing to burn i like that okay that's okay that's fine now as we said you have unlocked the ability to reduce your ruin at five ruin you may reduce it by acting in the forest's interest to betray your companions and you get to roll a light die. If it comes out less than your current ruin, your betrayal goes unnoticed and you remove a ruin. Oh, this is where I was... Okay, this is... I was confusing the Devil's Bargain with this. If you roll higher than your current ruin, you can still decide to remove the ruin, but your betrayal is noticed. Okay. Or you can fail. So if I roll higher than my ruin, which if you roll just, a six, if I roll a six, I succeed. Low. No, you have to roll lower than your ruin to reduce it. Okay. So if you roll one, two, three, or four, your ruin goes down by one. It gets harder to push it down lower. Gotcha. But you have to do this by betraying Nima somehow, cool. or doing something of benefit for the forest. Well, it says acting in the forest's interest to betray your companions. Like the forest's interest is your <laughs> destruction, all of you. So, uh, 
Mm-hmm. Okay. I you... will keep that in mind going forward. Okay. I was going to say, you know that Nima is there for the money. You could always try to pick his pocket, like take the gold that he's found. She's pretty clunky, though. I don't have, like, a skill for that either, so it would be a pretty bad situation. Well, you can put the reduction roll in your pocket if you want to, but you get one more ruin and you're lost. True. Um... Um, she's going to fall on purpose into Nima and aim for the broken rib, the area where Nima keeps clutching their rib. You're going to increase Nima's injury. Is this going to be a contested role? For the amusement of the forest. Hmm. Um, do you see it coming? I mean... Well, that would be the contest, right? If she's just going to fall into you, I mean, that could just happen without your, without you seeing it coming. She's going to trip over some tree roots. Like, how would you know she was doing this? Hmm. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. So for the amusement of the forest, you're going to just further injure your companion. Companion is a loose term, but yeah. I mean, you literally hired me. (laughs) Yeah. Roll one light, Tyler. Five. That's a fail. It has to be lower than your current ruin. Oh no! I thought I had to roll a six. If higher or equal to your current ruin, ah! you can decide if you remove one ruin or not. You can still remove a ruin, but if you do, Nima knows you intentionally tried to injure him. Um, I don't want him to intentionally know I tried to hurt him. Well, then you just leave your ruin where it is and chance it. How often can I make these attempts? You can, you can attempt it. Sorry. We'll say once per ring. And you're in the second ring out of five. Okay. Can I roll again? No. Rolling with a ruin is a bad idea. Okay. I'll just do nothing weird. Well, you did try to do something, but it just 
didn't happen. Well, no, it happened, right? But it just didn't. It didn't do what you, you were. Well, no, you, I thought I did what I wanted. You me, but I just was like, what are you doing? No, because I did it, but the point was that you didn't know the reason why I did it. Because right? you failed the role, you have two choices. You either, nothing happens, oh. like, you get no benefit, or you lose a ruin point, but I know you were trying to be malicious. Okay. But, like, you still didn't act, right? So you, you, the narrative is you fell into me, and I probably just sidestepped and was like, well, what are you doing? Got it. Tripped on a route, sorry. You still know the way to go. Yeah. Okay. My shoes say this way. Are there any more of those trees around us in Gamekeeper? You've gotten through those trees and returned to um, a more sort of placid seeming area of the forest. At least the trees here are not grabbing for you for sure. Uh, Nima, you something glints through the underbrush and catches your eye and you notice that scattered about uh, there appear to be gold pieces as though somebody may have been carrying treasure through here uh, and dropping it there's a scattering of gold on the ground Hmm. can I see if I like notice anything else odd in the in the environment like with my like foraging skills like see if there's like some other indication like i don't know shenanigans yeah you don't actually have to roll for that there there is not there's just gold on the ground i'm gonna try to poke one with my stick sure it it appears to just be a piece of gold laying on the ground (laughs) it is gold and there's a fair scattering of it has it got any unusual um, minting? No, it's the it's the king's gold. It's king's gold. Eh? It's the same as um, you took from the pouch from the crushed traveler. Well, isn't that convenient. Seraphin, as he is picking up this gold from the ground, you suddenly notice that your satchel feels lighter than it was. Didn't it burn with the rest of her clothes? Um, Let's say she dropped her satchel before she immolated because she knows that everything burns. Okay. When she does that. And looking inside, something of value to you, some crucial tool or perhaps precious heirloom is missing. What has gone missing from your satchel? Um, What indeed? Sorry, I think about what the story so far is. I've kind of written for her. Um, I would say she has a very nice, um, spherical 
stone made of a precious, semi-precious stone. Like, for example, appetite or um, sodalite, amethyst, fluorite. Whoa! Where are you going? So you notice that this is missing from your pack as you're watching Mima pick up gold off the ground. Do you make a connection there at all? Mima? Hmm? Something is afoot. Isn't it shoes? No. My... Stone is missing from my bag. And oh, I don't think it's mere coincidence that there's gold on the ground, too. Is that my gold? Is my coin purse less heavy? What? I don't follow. You said a stone is missing, which I guess everyone has a hobby, but what does it have to do with coins on the ground? You're not missing any gold. Good. How many coins? Like, dozen? Um, roll 2d6. Boom. Five. There you go. I don't think you understand that this is one of my most prized possessions. I'm sure you're going to say that gold is yours, but... Something is happening, and I'm not. I'm not sure why this is missing. I've never lost sight of it. I don't know what you're talking about. Like, I don't know what you're trying to imply or what conclusions you're coming to right now. Can you put the gold down for a second while I figure this out? I. It's in my bag. What do you want me? If you wanted one, if you wanted a coin, you can just, could have just taken one. I don't need the coin. Was it the blue children that have been following us? <laughs> what? <laughs> there have been blue I... children following us. They're very good at hiding, but I see them out of the corner of my eyes. Why are you looking at me like that? You've seen them too, obviously. It has to be a satyr thing. It has to be a satyr thing. Look, I don't know why your stone was so important. It sounds like it was a stone. You don't, you're not really elaborating on it very much. My friend gave it to me before she died, okay? Okay, well, I'm, I'm glad you found value in your rock I don't know what you're trying to say about it are you my stone is missing <laughs> yes I don't know what 
What are you trying to say? Of what, what is what is what is your? Can you just help me? Why do you think the stone went missing? I don't know. Did I'm you lose the stone? The tip of your other horn goes. <laughs> <laughs> Is it take a tear and put try and put it out? Sometimes you just lose things in the forest and it's not worth trying to find them again. Yeah. If you lost your entire coin purse of gold, you would just react that way. You'd be like, oh, forest got it. <laughs> That's it. I'm not dead. I've made some right decisions in the past. As you walk, the path brings you into a fruit grove, a grove of fruit trees. And ripe, strange-looking pink fruits hang heavy on the limbs as we enter the third ring of the story. Nima, you recognize these fruits as being very rare. You haven't had them since you were a child and they were rumored to have been harvested out of existence. But here they are. Do they have a name? Yes, what is it? You said they're pink? Yes. Pearl fruit. Oh, that's cool. I don't know, I'm just throwing pink out here. How big are they? Like, you said they're they big? They're like grapefruit sized. Okay. Fairy grapes. Are what? you eating one right now? I'm eating a gummy. What uh, what sort of feeling does this evoke? Does it like bring back memories from childhood? Is it uh, is there a melancholy to it? Are you excited to see them again? Probably reminds me of a time before everything went to shit. And my dad saddled me with all his debt. Seraphin, as Nima sort of has this bit of reverie upon seeing these fruits, one of the little blue clothed children that you see in your periphery steps into your line of sight. It's a little boy wearing a faded but very fancy blue outfit. 
and he comes up to you sort of timidly and he says excuse me miss your friend he was here before he said he wants you to die here that's why he paid me to steal your stone very ashamed and he hands the stone back to you Thank you for telling me this. The most helpful. I'm so sorry. It's okay. This this person put you in this situation and I can't blame you for doing that. Taking their deal. Thank you. Thank you for giving me the stone back. You know what would help with talking to yourself is maybe having one of these. Maybe you need a little bit of sugar. I've like plucked a couple of them from the tree. So it's called a grape, but you don't really want to eat the skin. It's too leathery, but you can crack it open. It's going to make a bit of a mess because it's really juicy. But the flesh inside is pretty good. I hope you choke on your grape. Okay. I guess you had a good conversation. Why did you take me up on this deal? The one where you pay me to take you out here? I need money kind of the deal did you, you gonna take this grape or not how do i know you haven't poisoned it trying to kill me out here huh take the grape that i was eating you can have that one instead i don't <sighs> miss you'd probably feel better if you ate something yeah yeah i wanted to give you back the piece of gold he paid me also i don't want it anymore can i see where she looks like I'm you can see like, where she's looking yes i don't see anything there's no one there to my side right what do you think Haley? um Maybe like glimmers, like just like you think there's something there and then there's not. You kind of shake yourself out of it, but maybe you're seeing something. But I think this little boy has revealed himself to me and chosen to. So it would, you'd have to be really perceptive to pick up on. Maybe you can attempt to see it with some dice rolling. I don't think I even have a skill for that, really, that associates with it. (laughs) 
Lee, you might be muted. I haven't said anything in a while. Okay. I wasn't sure if you were saying something. Hmm. Okay. Are we waiting for Lee to... I was just waiting to see if you were going to do or say anything else there. Me well, or... Anybody. You you said I see a faint shimmer? Yeah, I would say you see a faint shimmer, and if you wanted to try and see it better, then... Well, I think I think I would like look at where you're looking and probably see that. And I think his first instinct would be like just to wave his stick in the that that lo then where like the glimmer was. Be like, what the? How dare you attack him like that? As you wave your stick through that area, the little boy <laughs> vanishes in a puff of blue smoke. And Nima, you can vaguely see little trails of like faint bluish smoke where you wave the stick through. Hmm. You are such a dick. You know that? Uh, he appears again behind you, Seraphin. It says, Thank God. Is, I, can, I can take you to where you want to go. But I don't want to tell him. I can show you where the green fortress is. You know, you know about the green fortress. Yeah, of course I do. Do you know Dora? Who's Dora? She's at the green fortress. I don't know, no, Dora. Is there a witch at the Green Fortress? No, miss, don't talk about the witch. Why not? What are you talking to? She's... I'm talking to someone else right now. Are you? Yes. I'm sorry, you think you're talking to? She's evil, miss. There are witches in these woods, and that's all I'm going to say about it. Lee, your voice is so cute! I just want to, like, give you a little hug. <laughs> um, there's someone here that is going to take me on the rest of this journey. I'm sorry, but uh, this isn't working out, and this, this guy can help me, so... So what? This is where we part ways, then? I don't suppose you'd be at least admissible enough to give me a bit of my pay, then, for the troubles? Yeah. Sure. Four coin, and we'll call it square. Three. Five silver. You could haggle with a contested roll. Sure, let's haggle. <laughs> How's this gonna work? Probably. Take one light die if you're skilled at this. I have right. command, ferocity, and presence. I feel like I could intimidate. Sarah. You also uh, have appraisal. Yeah, presence. Appraisal, that's right. How would appraisal work? I can appraise what the you only have one skill. Work. 
you can only ever use one skill, right? It doesn't really yes, matter if they all are the same, right? So. Okay, I will use appraisal to... You take one light die for each mark of ruin that you have. So that's five more light die for Haley. <laughs> Jeez. Okay. And then I have three ruins. You so have I three light die. Um, you take one dark die if this is deadly or dangerous. It is not. And then you can take as many dark die as you're willing to risk. Okay. I'm just going to roll three die. So okay. it, whoever... The most sixes wins the roll. Okay. How many dice is Haley rolling then? Hold on. Um, the most sixes wins the roll. Um, if there are no sixes, then it's the most fives. If there are no fives, it's the most yeah. fours. Uh, for each dark die, is anybody rolling a dark die on this? I'm not. Will uh, I get a ruin for it? For each dark die that shows a one, you get a ruin. But you, no. you've got six light die you can roll here. Six? Right? One for your skill. Are you oh, one? right. And one for each ruin. So it's six versus three. Any sixes? One six. I have just a five, two, and a one, so. So Seraphim wins the haggle. What's what's the deal? What are you paying? Uh, three gold, five silver. Very glad that we spent time on that. Fine. Have fun dying out here, I suppose, or whatever it is you convinced yourself you're gonna do. As you, I'm not sure how else that was supposed to go. <laughs> As you exchange the money, we enter the fourth ring. Mm -hmm. You hear an approaching um, rumble. What's I do that? have a a thing. Um. Would that, um, oh god, what is it called? It's a, is this not in a roundabout way helping the forest by splitting up the group? Would that not give Haley a die or a rune back? What do you mean? I love that. Job. It's, it's, we, we kind of did like a reduction roll. It's, you're but weakening. we did it through a contest, right? And oh, like, because you're weakening the group. She served the interest of the group by splitting us apart. Or she served the interest sure. of the forest by splitting us apart. So I was if, just if, if that's what point back. If that's what you both feel, then sure. I think so. So okay. you want to remove a ruin? Yeah. I figure I might as well point it out, right? You're up. You're no, why not? Up. Absolutely. Thank you. I, I forgot that the thing was on my silver. So you're back to four ruin. Yes. So as this exchange of coin takes place, you hear an approaching rumble. Somewhere in the forest, there's a roar. Whatever this is has somehow detected you and you know that it's hunting you. 
Is this a monstrosity? What do you imagine this is? Big scary monster. It's a manticore. It's a wyvern. Manticore, 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 manticore. Our lion has arrived. <laughs> Norm's playing the part of the lion. Yeah. So you imagine this to be a lion? I think I think so, yeah. Well, I would imagine, I don't think right away I would know it was a lion. I, I think it was some other kind of big cat. I was suggesting a manticore. Head of a lion, tail of a scorpion. Right? <laughs> the face of a face of a man. It's a lion with a with a with a monstrous yeah. human face and yeah. a scorpion tail and wings. Dragon wings. Yeah. So plays into the lion that we referenced earlier. What uh what are you gonna do? Are you gonna try to hide from it? Are you gonna run? Are you gonna look for it? Me? No. All of you. Both of you. I'm gonna I'm gonna try to hide away from it. I'm gonna look for the little blue dude. Can I use my hunting skill to sort of reverse hunt? <laughs> like use my expertise in hunting to sort of avoid getting hunted. You also have the disguise skill. Yeah. Maybe you could pretend you're a tree. It plays into my expertise of avoiding predators. that could go toward uh, toward hiding. So uh, yeah, I mean any of those skills. Okay, you're going to try and hide from this creature. Hide. Yeah. Okay. So, the, um, I'm going to say there is danger involved though because yeah. if you are not successful, uh, it sees you, right? So have we split? And it's just mean. I don't know what's Seraphim what's, doing. This this or what's Seraphim this doing? happened as you were exchanging the coin. Okay, yeah. Seraphim is looking for the the little blue boy. He's with you. What is making that sound? It's the lion, Miss. A lion. If you, if you come with me, I'll take you to the green fortress. But we gotta hurry. Can Nima come? I don't want him to get killed as No. I don't wanna tell him where it is. <laughs> Sorry, John. <laughs> I, you paid me. <laughs> okay. You already told me to fuck off. I'm my character is gonna be like, fuck, getting out of here, so. Um yeah. I'm just gonna follow oh. the fly to the green portrait. Okay. Can I roll to sort of see how I disengage them? Yes. Okay, so is it's one light, one so dark. So a light die for your skill. Uh a dark die for risking your body. Yep. Are you performing a ritual at all? No. Unravel is your ritual. Um let's extend the devil's bargain to you. Okay. Any ideas, Haley? Haley? Oh, me? Sorry. Um, Usually, yeah. other people offer devil's mm -hmm. bargains. Yeah, yeah. Um. What would the forest offer him to assist in hiding from the lion? Stinky, anoxic, 
mud to hide his scent in. Um, and, but it, it gives him a yeast infection. No. <laughs> I don't know. Gross. <laughs> Did you have an idea, Lee? The devil's bargain is... Um, it has to hurt your companion, huh? Not necessarily. It has to serve the forest. But betrayal is good, too. Um, Maybe it diverts the smell of... Uh, the, the winds change, maybe, so that the lion doesn't smell... Nima and only smells um, Seraphin. If you if you somehow betray Seraphin, um, the forest promises to reveal to you the source of the pieces of gold that you've been finding. A much greater cache of gold. But how would it ask you to betray Seraphim? I think I know how. Oh, can I roll first? See how it goes? Sure. So you get two light die. Okay. And one dark die. I got a five and a four on my light die and a three on my dark die. So that's a partial success. Yes, um, and you can re-roll if you want to add another dark die. Eh, sure. Let's re-roll. Two and two. Oh, that's worse. I rolled a a three, three, and then a two and a one on the dark. Okay, so your high is still uh, your light die, but you failed. Yeah, I'm gonna go again. Uh, Five die. Add another dark die. Okay. Oh, is it worse? Uh. My highest is a dark die this time. So that's a five. So, so it's higher than your current ruin. Yeah. So I'm going to get a point of ruin. Yes. Right? Okay. Um, and a condition. Yeah. I'm going to use the smell of the fairy grape mm. on and get it stuck to um, Seraphim. Seraphim. So that the lion follows the scent. Yeah. Oh. That's how I'm going to sabotage. Okay. How dare you? I can't believe you would do that to me. That's crazy. Yeah. 
And for your condition, let's have you roll a d6. I rolled a four. Everything appears to you in shades of green, which makes it hard to navigate the forest. Okay. So as you disguise yourself, use your skills to hide, your vision blurs and all the greens just sort of bleed together. And you can make out shapes, you can see everything, it's just everything is green all of a sudden. Greens, green scale. Yes. Seraphin, you catch a whiff of this fairy grape that Nima had offered to you. And suddenly it's more than a whiff, it's almost as though it's clinging to you somehow. And the voice says, Come on, miss. The green fortress is this way. Hurry. But behind you, you hear, <laughs> And crashing through the trees is a creature that is somehow much worse than the manticore that Nima anticipated. How is it worse? What? In what way is this manticore worse than a traditional manticore? There's two of them. <laughs> um, how is it worse? There's. What's a manticore again? It's a lion with a human face, wings, and a scorpion tail. Oh. What's a wyvern? A wyvern... Dragon with two legs. Usually, yeah. Some form of that. It's like a drake. The Game of Thrones dragons, I think, are technically wyverns. So this manticore is at least 15 feet tall. Okay. Uh, maybe it can exhale fire. There's smoke pouring out of its nostrils. And it is pursuing you. The boy is trying to lead you through the woods. Hot. What are you going to do? Are you going to follow the boy? Are you going to try to hide? I'm going to follow the boy. <laughs> Just gonna put all my trust in this little dude. Okay. <laughs> yeah, it's not like he hasn't just been lying to you already. He the, hasn't lied to me that I know of. The red thread still stretches out before you. Is it going the direction that the boy wants me to it go? It is going in the same direction. See, he's got it. Nima, what are you going to do? Are you going to pursue? Me? I'm getting out of here. I'm trying to leave the forest now. 
So you're heading in the opposite direction, the direction you came. Well, the forest for the forest gave me some inkling of towards more money, right? It did. So it's probably where I'm gonna go. Okay. Which is in, in the same area, right? What? How is the forest going to lead you to what it promised? A new pathway shows? A new trail? More gold coins, like breadcrumbs. Sure. Yeah. They appear to lead you. So if if the lion pursued Seraphin that way, the gold path leads sort of in a Y away from it, but in the same general direction. So, Seraphim, does the boy help you escape the manticore as it pursues that? I think initially, yeah. Um, I don't know if the manticore is able to track the fairy grape scent on me or not. So. It seemed to have been drawn by it. But the path that the boy takes you in and that the red thread leads you in brings us to the fifth ring as you flee the lion you see ahead of you a stone structure overgrown with moss and ivy there it is miss that's it it's the green fortress hurry yeah. hurry inside is the thread still headed that way the thread goes directly into this building Okay. Um, she will go into the building. The thread feeds between some bricks. The structure is made out of stone bricks, and the thread goes directly between them. The rest of the building is covered with ivy and moss, and there's no clear doorway. Hmm. The boy has vanished. There's just sort of a lingering haze of blue smoke in the air. But it seems that the lion has given up its pursuit. Nima, as you follow this path of gold, picking up more and more as you go, you actually come to this structure from the other side. And the gold leads right up to its walls and stops. And then between two bricks, there's another piece just embedded there. Try to use my stick to pop it out. It doesn't seem to want to come out. Probably going to keep at it too long. <laughs> Seraphim, do you hear him digging at this gold with his stick? Is he close enough? Isn't he going like the opposite direction as me? He came around from the other side, like 
I don't know. That's what I'm saying. Can you hear it from where you are? Um, How big do you think the structure is? I'm thinking it's a fortress, so I would assume it's pretty massive okay. once it's been revealed. Um, can, so there's no doorway, but maybe I've just come from the wrong side. So she's going to do a lap around and see if there's, if she sees any entrance points either on the like floor she's on or on higher floors. Ooh. Um... Say that again, I'm sorry. She's going to do a lap around the building and look mm -hmm. uh, to see if either on like the floor she's on or on like higher areas mm -hmm. of mm -hmm. the fortress, if there are entry points. Okay. Um, as you come around the building, you come upon Nima digging at the wall with his stick. What the devil are you doing here? You had your own thing to do. Bugger off. Trying to find a way into this building. Congratulations. Ugh. Oh. As you dig at it with your stick, <clears throat> you're peeling away the ivy and the moss, and you notice that engraved into the bricks are the same symbols that are on the shoes. Does Seraphim notice this? You can, sure. Let me do it. Move. Somewhere in the forest, you hear the roar of the lion distantly. Yeah, gods. She's gonna try and uh, move Nima out of the way and try and get to the gold coin. I don't want the gold, I just want to look at the symbols, but while I'm here. Okay. Do you want to see if you can dig the gold loose with your ferocity? Yeah. If it, if it just comes out? Mm -hmm. Just roll one light die then. And it has to be higher than my ruin? Oh, nope. no, it just has to be a success. <laughs> Two. Hmm. Yeah, that piece is stuck. Can I use my command skill to command it out of the wall? Probably not. <laughs> that is like, I think that's referring to like a leadership role. I know, I know. That might be challenging with a metal coin. You do notice though that as you peel away the ivy and the moss, um, the bricks appear to be climbable. It looks like they're hand and footholds. But do I notice an entry point above? Uh, you see the top of the wall. It looks like if you could scale the wall, you could drop down the other side. Okay. She's going to try and do that with her ferocity. Okay. Um, so roll... Baby roll, cat! Sorry. A light die and a dark die, since you could potentially fall. 
Okay. I got a three for my dark and a two for my light. Okay. Um, that is lower than your current ruin, though. So yeah, my current you fail. Um, and you don't get to reroll because your your dark die was high. Okay. So I fall. Um. Sure. I wonder if Nima's uh, path skill would help in climbing. I'm not climbing that. I've got a broken rib right now. There's no way I can do that. Can you show me the best path? Do you see like a, a more obvious path than the one that I'm taking right now? I guess I could. Can I do a help? Mm-hmm. Okay, I'll I'll make a roll. I rolled a five. So that would be success with consequence, right? Mm-hmm. Now that unlocks if that's a help on the original roll. <clears throat> you could, if you wanted to, re-roll everything by adding a dark die. Or you could take the five. Um, so if I re-rolled everything and added the dark die, then I would have two dark dies and and two light dies total? Yes, yes. Fuck it. So I'll roll one light and two dark, and John rolls... A light. One light? What'd you get, John? What'd you get? I got a one for my light, and a five for my dark, and a two for my other dark. Oh, that would really suck, except I rolled a six. (laughs) 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 With Neva's help pointing out the the proper handholds and footholds, you're able to scramble right up the wall (laughs) and down the other side. Good riddance. Thanks. <laughs> so, inside the walls of this green fortress, you find yourself within a labyrinth. And there are piles of gold everywhere, just covering the floor. More gold than you've ever seen. You sense a powerful presence in the halls of this labyrinth as well. It's some sort of a guardian, but you don't feel threatened by it. In fact, 
it whispers to you. It's a fey guardian, and given that you, Seraphim, are fey born, it presents no threat to you. In fact, you hear it welcoming you home, and you realize that you are at least partially in the fey realm now. Looking down, you see that the shoes have turned green. And if you wish, the guardian will guide you through the labyrinth. Can I, does, do I still have my thread going? The thread ended when it reached the wall of the fortress. It went into the wall between the bricks, and it hasn't followed you since. She will um, accept the fey creature's guidance, and will follow it then. I'm glad to see that you found your way home. I'm looking for Dora. Dora, the girl. The girl, yes. She too has found her way home. She too is fable. She's where she belongs. Oh, well, in that case. I don't know. Our family misses her greatly. They will come to deal with her absence in time. She does not belong to them. What is her purpose? She will not return to them. Her purpose is to be home. Does she wish to call this home or her family home. She's in the Fey realm now. She's where she belongs. Um, Seraphin will continue to follow the guidance of the Fey being. It takes you through the labyrinth until you reach the center where there is a curtain. There are muffled whispers coming from behind the curtain. Can I listen? Try to listen? None of it makes any real sense. Dora? Dora, is that you? 
whisper stop. Is the bay um, creature still guiding me? You don't see or hear it. She will attempt to peek behind the curtain. You pull the curtain aside. And you see a man, a small man, seated in some sort of a glyph drawn on the floor. His eyes are closed. And when you pull the curtain aside, the light startles him and he opens them and says, Oh, 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 um, um, nothing, nothing to see here at all. Um, what are you doing here? I'm looking for the girl. I don't know a girl. Nope, nope, no girls here. Um, Really, look, listen, um, you, you shouldn't be here. Uh, there are very dangerous things happening, and um, it's, it's nothing to, to mess about. And your, your horn seems to be on fire there, so I think maybe you should uh, head off and, uh, and, 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 and take care of that, because uh, it's nothing that uh, you, you, uh, you should, you should uh, uh, tarry uh, with. That could, that could get serious. She's going to go and sit cross-legged in front of the man on the ground. What, what, are, you, what, what, uh, what are you doing? I am Feyborn, and the guardian of this, this palace has guided me to this room. I'm sure there's a reason for it. <sighs> um... <clears throat> Yes, well, uh, see, that's, uh, hmm, that's the thing, um, uh, I'm the guardian of the palace. You're the guardian of the palace. I'm afraid so. Uh, okay, um, and you don't know anything about this girl? Um, you told me that she was fine here. You talked to me about it. Well, uh, I didn't expect you to pull my curtain aside. Um, That's what she said. <laughs> I'm, <laughs> I'm afraid... I'm afraid I, 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 I'm afraid I've lied to you. Um, I'm hiding here from the witch. And uh, uh, if if 
there's a girl in the woods, then certainly the witch has her. I don't understand. I, I used my ritual to go to Dora, and it led me here. Past this wall. Uh, what, what ritual? Uh, I'm able to show a path that I'm looking to set to find an object or you know if i'm trying to go to a place that i don't know yet it i can show a thread in the direction of this is an ability of your own yes i can also set myself on fire which is less useful most of the um also also the the shoes gave you that thread ability that might be what he's asking you. Mm. Uh, these shoes that I'm wearing were able, gave me the ability to create this thread. Those are, those are the witch's shoes. You've let her here. You've let her in. Surely she's followed you. Uh, uh, we have to go. I, I, I have to go. Uh. <laughs> Nemo, what are you doing outside the walls now? I need to give up on this fucking coin. <laughs> you have no desire to scale the wall and come in? I've got a cracked rib. I'm not, I'm not climbing shit. As you're contemplating giving up on digging this coin out, you hear a sound behind you. Wow. As though someone's stepping through the underbrush. Is it the same lady? The woman in the white gown stands behind you, barefoot. She pulls the blade from her abdomen and the blood spreads out from the wound and turns her gown blood red. Her blonde curls unfurl further from her head into black curls. And she stands staring at you. I'm gonna kind of like just make the gesture to sort of step aside and like kind of be like allow her to move forward kind of like, you know. <laughs> she nods her head at you and gestures toward the building and says without moving her lips inside your head I know what it is you desire there is more of it within it can all be yours
If you tell me the greatest weakness of your companion. Oh, well, she's kind of crazy. Like, got, got a few gears and nuts loose in the head. Why is she here? She was looking for some kid. Something deeper drives her. Probably, but I don't know. She paid me. I don't... She, she felt like she was... I did not feel comfortable around her anymore. I'm going to be frank. So the witch is offering all of the gold in the fortress to you. Hmm. If you will tell her Seraphin's drive. I don't know if you told me. I don't think I did. Norm agrees. How does the witch phrase it? Because um, you said before weakness, right? Something but... something deeper drives her than merely the search for the girl. What did you say up to this point? I don't think you've really said anything that I can say against you. She had noble aspirations of some sort. She was trying to fix something that she perceived wrong and that was something with the kid. I don't really understand what she wanted, but I get the sense that she was chasing some ideals. So you two don't think that Seraphin ever actually shared wanting to destroy the paintings? I don't think she did, no. Definitely not to that degree. I may have gotten some inkling that she was maybe like had a bit of like righteousness towards risking the child, but I think that's all I ever picked up from her. Okay. So. So you offer to the witch what it is you know. It's what I know. Okay. So I'm going to call that you accepting a devil's bargain from her. Um, okay. In order to try one more time to get this coin out of the wall that she offers you. If that's what you wish to do. So one last chance to take the coin out? Yeah. Is there a risk associated or is it just going to be one die? Um, there is a risk. Okay. It's a bargain with a witch. Mm-hmm. I don't have to try to take the coin out anymore, though. You don't have to.
if what I told you is not very useful, I apologize. But if that's the case, I suppose we part ways then. I don't think you need to leave. You can stay with me. what ends yes and I think perhaps you find that you never quite have the urge to leave Whatever that means. As you ponder that, Seraphin, the little man says, I can, I think I can get you out of here with me. Why, why is it that you're looking for this girl? She's gone missing. From her home and her parents miss her. You're just you're just some do-gooder. I have my reasons. What might they be? We really have time for this. Yes, there are. There is power in reason. There is power in wishes. What is your greatest wish and it will propel us out of here? Let's just say that this girl comes from a loving home and I did not. And I think that she should be returned to that home. My Curious. greatest wish is not really related to my drive uh, for this particular quest, but I am willing to share it with you if it would help us. I think it would. This is the currency. My father, he is, was a famous painter, and his name was Achino. And <laughs> I would like to destroy his work because he has destroyed the family name and our reputation. He's a drunkard. He's awful. So I think he should suffer. That's my goal. I want to make my dad suffer by ruining his one thing that he took pride in and enjoyed, which was his artwork. Wonderful. Isn't it? Then let's get out of here before the witch gets in. Okay. How are we going to do that? And he leads you out from the curtain and around a corner of the maze into a room that is filled with every missing painting 
that you've been pursuing? Wait, how do you have this? The man is gone. <laughs> if you're still there, you may want to stand back. And she's just going to kind of start at her horn and kind of spread the fire throughout her body and immolate herself again. Okay. Uh, let's do roll. one last ruin roll for you then. So I roll a ruin and a ritual. Or a light and a dark die? Uh, you're going to roll one. Okay. Yeah, this would be a, a risk roll, I guess. You're performing a ritual. Um, so ferocity is involved here. And that's your light die. And uh, a dark die for performing a ritual. And I can't use more than one skill, right? Correct. Uh, a five for my light die and a one for my dark die. Okay. Do you want to go for a six? I don't think I'm going to get a six. Okay. So you light yourself a flame and begin burning every painting you see. But it seems that the more paintings you burn, the more there are. This chamber continues to stretch around following the walls of the labyrinth in that direction. And the paintings seemingly never end. Can she dig deeper and extend her immolation so that she can kind of throw parts of herself of her essence at the paintings I think we're going to say that Seraphine can continue pursuing this in any way she sees fit for the rest of her life because we're at one o'clock that's fair it feels we like we could wrap this yeah, I think especially since I lost the narrative thread a while ago, so um, <laughs> that's how we're that's how we're going to end our treasure hunters stories. All right, uh, with Nima enthralled to the witch and Seraphin endlessly burning painting after painting after painting after painting. I love that. I think that's a great ending. Um, I didn't I didn't read the. Uh, the incursion all the way to the end i thought we would just you know have it unfold and uh when we got to the end here it doesn't really wrap up satisfactorily so no no okay no. so that's how it ends all right but I, but I think that worked out all right ah i think so and now nope. we know how to play it uh next time maybe we'll uh 
I mean, we can see how it goes again. I think so. Yeah. But I think you guys did. You guys did fantastic. Great role play. As always, hilarious and fun. <laughs> I only cry both. <laughs> Does your character always have to cry? <laughs> no, not necessarily. I just thought it was funny. Well, great storytelling by you as well, Lee. I mm -hmm. love your storytelling and your voices. I really did want to run away with that little boy. <laughs> he was so cute. Maybe he'll show up again. All right. Well, thanks, guys. Thanks to those of you who watched us play Trophy Dark for the first time. Um, we will be back in this universe again at some point, I'm sure. But uh, before that, next Monday, we should be back beneath Baldur's Gate uh, with our Dungeons & Dragons campaign. Beneath adjacent. Beneath adjacent. We hope to have at least two more sessions this month. And next next week, not this week, but hopefully next week, perhaps um, a return to our Pulp Cthulhu campaign as well. We'll see. All right. Thanks for playing, Haley and John. Thanks for watching, mm -hmm. all y'all. Um, Absolutely. Good night, Internet. Good night. Good night.